Hey everybody, welcome to Best Show Bests, the best of the best show. And you can find out more about The Best Show over at thebestshow.net. It airs live every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. And if you're new to the program, this show, are uh, these are little bite-sized bits and greatest hits type samples of what we do every week. So if you like this, maybe you check out the full show. And if you want to support The Best Show, we have a Patreon set up over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. That is how you support the program. It is listener-sponsored now, and you give what you can, and we appreciate it. And there are prizes and benefits at all different levels of giving. So again, go to patreon.com slash thebestshow and support the show. And now please, without further ado, check out this episode of Best Show Best. Best Show. Hi. Hi. This is Romy. Who is this now? This is Romy from Flagstaff. Remy? Romy. Romy. Yeah. R- like Romy and Michelle? Like that R O M Y? Yeah. I'm sure you've never heard anybody reference that movie in, re- in relation to your name, right? This is the first time? <laughs> Not really. What's up, Romy? Um, well, I heard your show where you guys tried the Angriest Whopper, and I was wondering if you saw the Halloween Whopper. Wait, no, no, I know. No, what is the Halloween Whopper? And how soon? These are the two questions I have. Number one, what is the Halloween Whopper? Question number two, how fast can I get Mike and Pat and Dudio eating one of them? <laughs> Probably pretty quickly. Now, what is it, in this thing? What's in a Halloween Whopper? Well, it's um, all black. The whole bun is black. The whole and uh, I guess it has some kind of steak sauce cooked into it. This sounds literally like the Angry Whopper, right? <laughs> pretty much, but it's black. So it has a black bun instead of a red bun. The Angry Whopper had a red bun, apparently. Mm-hmm. So yeah. do you think I should send these clods out to go eat a Halloween Whopper? Um, I think that you should. And also, because I, I was going to ask you if you've seen that someone at Vice had a death party, a Whopper death party where they got a bunch of these burgers and posed with them. And then what? Died? Uh, it was really creepy. They were dressed like in maybe the way that people would dress in the 60s for Halloween. Super creepy. They, I, I guess it was some kind of photo shoot. Mm-hmm. What if I did this? What if Romy, what if I may, what if AP Mike dressed like an angry clown and then went to Burger King and ate a uh, Halloween Whopper and we filmed it? How much would you pay to see that? Um, $5? Oh, definitely. Mike, what, how much would that cost to get you to dress like an, a, a scary clown and go into a Burger King 
and just go, one Halloween Whopper, please. <laughs> How much? Five bills. What's what's five bills? How much is that? Five hundred. Five bills. What what am I talking to? A, a loan shark out there? Five bills. Like 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 he's running a sports book. Five bills. Mister Big Shot I mean, out I, there. Five bills. I probably I'd up it to like twelve. You'd pay twelve. You're in for twelve dollars. Yeah. To get Mike to eat. A Halloween Whopper dressed like a scary clown. Yeah. I mean, at at least it's to eat it. All right. Look, I don't want to start this because it'll happen and it'll be bad. (laughs) And then he'll blame me. And then he'll mention apmike.bandcamp.com again. I think I'm almost done. He contracted me to mention apmike.bandcamp.com. I had to do 60 placements of it as as it's called and i'm almost done all right romy look i might do it we might send him out dressed as an angry clown uh, a halloween whopper clown or whatever he'll be we'll see okay sounds good have a great night you too best show what's up tom rodney out in sub east newbridge here wait rodney how did you get through, Rodney? Oh, I, I put my sister Debbie on, on to get through. I know that's cheating. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's cheap. We're trying to do a thing. It's no dude Vember. It's just uh, trying to make it with without dudes calling. So you you got past Mike by having your sister talk. It was a bit of trickery. I I, I will admit. I'm sorry. Are you mad at me? No, I'm not. I'm not mad at you. I don't love it. You're not happy with me, though. I, I'm not happy. That's what. That's the perfect way. To put it. I'm not happy with you. I'm not mad at you. Oh, okay. So what's up, Rodney? Well, you know, just recovering from last night. Probably like a lot of people out there, right? Probably a lot of Halloween partying going on. Yeah. Did you get many uh, trick or treaters? We got some. Yeah. Got some. Yeah. I got, I got a ton. Okay. Because I, I live right next to the Shires at Newbridge Muse. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, you're over. A lot of kids there, right? Sure. Yeah. So you get a lot of trick-or-treaters. I did. A lot of great costumes. Mm-hmm. Like... Um, I'm trying to think what there was. There was like... Uh, uh, was there Snow White, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, Cinderella, John Wayne Gacy, um, Pocahontas, Richard uh, Ramirez... Who else? Uh, Sleeping Beauty, Zodiac Killer. A lot of really fun and creative kids in this neighborhood. Yeah, I, I, it seems like your those costumes, like every other one was horrifying. How so? Well, they were serial killers. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. You're right. I just figured they were, they were scary, these scary guys, you know. Scary baddies. Oh, so like kind of no different than wearing like a Darth Vader costume or something. Not really. Except, guess, well, now I'm thinking about it, and now I I see your point. Sure, yeah. Except the, the the only difference is that they these guys actually were murderers in the real very world. prolific killers. Yes. Yeah. In in actual life, not yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sense. Well, noted. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah noted. But I'll tell you, these kids in my neighborhood, very well behaved, really great kids. 
until they realized there was no candy. Oh, well, why was there no candy? Well, look, I didn't want to get into it, but I've had a very rough year. Um, I was fired from Consolidated Ball Bearings for shelling my to one of the maintenance guys eight times. I had to bleep that. That was a short bleep. I figured, yeah. Yeah, I caught that one, thankfully. You, is it true that your finger is always hovering over, what's it called, the kill switch engage? What's it called? It's the the dump button. The dump button. You, you have James McNew there? No, he's not here tonight, James, but his, I guess, see, that's his band, Dump. So you're doing like a little music uh, pun. Ge- it was a genuine question. No, okay, well, I'll give you a genuine answer. No, James McNew is not here tonight. Also noted. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. But look, so anyway, m- money is tight, so I, and I couldn't afford a bunch of candy, so I opted for tricks instead of treats. Okay, so when the kid said trick or treat... I would say, okay, let's, here's, here's, here's a magic trick. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, Tom... Back in the 90s, it was very different. You know, all you had to do was guess what car the kid was holding, and he, he, was, he was pretty much mesmerized. You know, you were like a god to him, right? If you could just do a little trick like that. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally different now, though. How so? Well, these kids want that Chris Angel mind beast level stuff where you, you make the ocean disappear, or you, t- you turn a building into a blade of grass, and then you turn into like a gorilla, and it goes into space. Uh huh. Yeah, that's. I, well, I don't have those kind of magic chops yet. Yeah, I don't. I don't well, that actually, I don't know if that's an actual trick that you just described. That he does that stuff, right? Like, doesn't he? He like start walking on air and then he like blows up and then he reconstitutes somewhere else. He's done stuff like that. He'll levitate and, but I don't know if he blows up and then regenerates somewhere else. Oh. Well, those billboards that I see look make imply that so, something of that magnitude, don't they? Mm. Eh, I guess. I guess. Uh... He's, he's like a rock star on the level of um, who's the guy that who's like a cross between um, who's rock's only guitar player? Um, Slash. No, the other the other only guitar player. Oh, Dave Navarro. Uh, Dave Navarro. Yes. Yes. It's kind of like a cross between him and, and Chris Gaines. Like when you're doing, yeah, that is that's true. Okay, so he's like he's like half Chris Gaines, half Dave Navarro. Yep. It's like it's like you go get Dave Navarro if you're like a television variety show producer. Exactly. Yeah. And you're like, we got to get a band on this thing. So then you're like, let's get Dave Navarro to play guitar on it. Who, uh, all right. Who's who's um, who's the drummer? Well, it'd be you'd go for Dave Grohl. Yes. Who is the singer? The singer you'd probably get um, Adam Levine. Yep. Or like maybe John Legend. Uh, yes. Music's only singer. Yes, those are music's only singers. and Or, or, or I would say politics only singer. Mm-hmm. They're, po- they're the only singers in... John Legend is. Okay. Yeah, he's the singer for politics. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Bass, of course. Is uh, Duff? No! Who would play bass? Oh, please, come on. Rock's only bassist. Flea! Oh, of the course. The only choice for the faces That's reunion. That's right. Yes. Yeah. The faces... Hey, guys. The faces are getting back together. You know Rod Stewart, Ron Wood, 
Kenny Kenny Jones. And uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, what what's his face is dead now. Uh, 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 there were two of them. There was Ronnie, uh, Lane. Uh, Ronnie Lane and then the, the Japanese man. Yes, he was the bassist after Ronnie Lane left. Yeah. So, but it's the thing like good old, good old, our our mate Ronnie Lane isn't here anymore because we're just we're just some lads down at the pub having a, having a, 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 a pint at the pub. Yeah, having a pint at the pub. It's it's Rod with his wearing his tartan uh, soccer like his yep. football team. Like Ronnie, Ronnie, and and Kenny, and 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 uh, Ron, and but who can play bass since Ronnie's gone? Oh, let's get the guy who was the bass player on Party on Your Bleep to play bass. You know the guy from Uplift Mofo Party Plan. Let's go to the call box and and ring him up. Put him on the blower. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, he's too busy playing bass with Tom York. That's true. Right now. <laughs> you know, that that guy who is the 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 front man for the last new prog rock band going? <laughs> yes. Let's go get the let's go get the guy who played bass on Danny California. Sounds good. Works on paper. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> So that would be oh. the variety show. That's who you'd get for like an award show. Would be I that would band. yes, yeah, yeah. So how do we get? Oh, oh, so 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 I, I do my magic, right? Mm-hmm. No one's into it. So none of the trick or treaters were into your magic. No, because I don't have the. Uh, I can't. I can't do the stuff that they want to see. You know. So these kids start pelting me with the Bible pamphlets that old lady McDonough down the street put in their candy bags. Okay. And I'm, I'm just like cowering in the corner. I'm, I'm a victim in my own house. Getting hit by Bibles. Yeah, Bible pamphlets. Bible pamphlets. Yes. Big difference. Sure. Bible well, pamphlets are thinner. You, they would be, uh, I would say they would be um, uh, noticeably thinner. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's a good book title for like, I don't know, someone slimmed down a lot. Noticeably thinner. Hey, if Artie Lang had a new book, had, like had a a redo of too, you know what I mean, like of Too Fat to Fish. Yes, and now his new one is called Noticeably Thinner. Mm-hmm. That'd be yeah. good. That would be good. Let's write that down. Uh, I already. I uh, okay. Let me actually write it down. You're right. One time after doing the best show, I went to uh, a diner mm-hmm. in Hoboken after doing the show on WFMU, and Artie Lang walked in. To the diner at about two in the morning, and he ordered two roast beef sandwiches. No, two. Two. Wow. And then got them and then left. Maybe he was he had a partner, an eating partner. Could have been. I just don't understand why anyone would go to a diner and get a roast beef sandwich. Like, you know, you know what I mean. Like, why are you just ordering like deli sandwiches at a diner? A little weird at That's the time. That's one, one for the ages. A little weird at the time. Sorry. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. Good day. Good day. And his mommy came with him. 
Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Sorry, Rodney. I think I you went right? off. I'm good. I just think I went off point there for a second. That's okay. So so, so anyway, I'm, carrying, I'm, I'm cowering in the corner there and I get this brilliant idea. Yeah. Tom, I'm a total comedy nerd, right? Okay. Like, I, I love, I love, like, Andy Kindler, uh, Dane Cook, Todd Barry, um, Jeff Foxworthy, Bill Hicks, Jeff Dunham, uh, Patton Oswalt, Larry the Cable Guy, Sharpling and Worcester, Carrot Top. It seems like every other person you mention, uh, there seems to just be some kind of pattern, but that's neither here nor there. You're a comedy nerd. I am, yes, yeah. So, so I figure, all right, Magic did... Magic didn't work, so I started doing stand-up or treat. Stand-up or treat. Actually, I guess it was stand-up and no treat. Okay. Because I didn't have any candy at all. So a treat treat wasn't even an option. No. No option of a treat. So I start riffing on the kids. I'm doing okay, but I'm not not great. And I'll tell you, man, stand-up is way harder than you think it is. Like, I never really thought about it before. I thought you'd just go up there and make stuff up. But as I was doing it, I started to realize that maybe the guys and women who do it, who are really good, actually write the stuff down. I'm pretty sure they do write the stuff down, yes. Okay. Yeah, that seems like a pretty, um, a, a pretty, a pretty uh, gr- foundational thing for comedy. Okay. So... Anyway, I start busting on this one 12-year-old load, and he's wearing this old suit, a cape, and a big white beard. And he's got, you know, he's got like a big, a big pillow under his, under his, uh, you know, his, you know, to have a larger carriage. Mm-hmm. And so I go, and and over here we have Santa Claus all gussied up to go see the Gypsy Kings. Okay. And, and of course, the kids didn't get it at all. You know, they, they didn't get the the reference. Tepid laughter at at best. Uh-huh. And just then, the kid in the beard and the cape. Yeah. He 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 says in this deep voice. He goes, "There's no known way of saying an English sentence unless you begin a sentence with in and emphasize it." And, and I go, "Excuse me," and he, and he says. Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July and I'll go down on you. And, and, and I go, what, what are you, what are you talking about? And then the kid, he reaches into his candy bag and he pulls out this bottle of, of port, you know, wine. Uh-huh. And he takes a swig of it and he says, this is a very wearying one to read. It's it's unpleasant to read. So, I think, unrewarding. I think I figured out this kid was trick or treating as Orson Welles doing in voiceover work for commercials. He was mini Orson Welles doing doing uh, those commercials for uh, Paul Masson wine. Yes, yeah, yeah, for the frozen food stuff, and, and so 
the, the vibe in the house is getting super weird now. And I realize now that none of the other kids seem to know who this kid in the cape is. And they're all just kind of inching away from him, like, as a unit. Uh-huh. And I go, are you okay? And where are your parents? And he goes, come on, fella. You're losing your head. I wouldn't direct any living actor like this in Shakespeare. So that insane. Like, what, what 12-year-old boy in 2016 has even heard of Orson Welles? Let alone chooses to be him for Halloween, exactly. not, and not even so like weird. not even him as like Charles Foster Kane. Exactly, yeah. Like I'm going to be Orson Welles when he was on the 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 decline. <laughs> yes, doing commercial work. Yes. Wow, that's it, a, that's it was it was nuts, and then so I'm like, okay, this is this is so weird. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to take this as far as it can go so i go into my closet and i pull out this this goofy kind of like rain hat that i have and it, it's the same kind of hat that uh uh henry Joglum, the film director wears uh-huh. yeah you know and of course you know why i did this right but but i would bet my house that no one in my entire county would get this reference right okay so you know what it is you were dressed as Henry Jaglum, who interviewed Orson Welles a yes. lot. And with that, I put the hat, uh, the hat on, and Minnie Orson starts reciting things from that book, from My Lunches with Orson. Orson. Wow, this is a weird kid. It's so weird. He goes, Gilgood used to play Shakespeare like he were dictating it to his secretary. And I'm, I'm unable to watch even one segment of Love Boat because I don't like the man who plays the captain from Mary Tyler Moore. He has kind of a New York accent that gets my hackles up. I can't stand it. And at this point, it's like, it, now it's scary. It's like, how the F does this kid know this stuff? Yeah. And then Tom? Yeah. All of a sudden? Yeah, Rodney? The lights go out. And there's a crash coming from the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And it's like a minute later, the lights come back on. And we all run into the kitchen. And there in the middle of the floor is an empty cake plate upon which had been my family's traditional niece of Frankenstein Halloween cake. The what cake? Niece of Frankenstein. N- Why? Niece of Frankenstein. Yeah, have you ever seen that movie? The niece of Frankenstein? No, yes. I haven't. Wasn't scary at all. It doesn't sound scary. Came out, I think, in '87. Yeah, I, I would, I would kind of not. I, I've never heard of it, and '87 seems a little late for one of the Frankenstein movies. I know. I think the guy who did the stepfather did it. The guy who did the stepfather. I think so. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but just like that. Minnie Orson, gone. Wow. Gone like the giant wind. Wow. It was really scary. So you had a truly scary Halloween. I did. I did. I'll never forget it. I might never be the same. It was so, it was, it was, it was very powerful and very scary. But look, I, I, I brought the conversation down 
I'm sorry about that. I know you were having a fun show, and I made it scary. Well, no, that's okay. And, and that's weird. okay. Look, I'm, I'm, it was an interesting story. Thanks. Um, on a lighter note, I saw the Oasis documentary yesterday. Oh, really? Yes. Man, I want to see that. It's good. It's good. And, and um, I don't know if you saw that Spandau Ballet documentary. This might have been done by the same person, because... Like like Spandau Ballet, Oasis filmed everything kind of from like the first month of them being a band. I didn't know. I didn't know that. So there's like, you know, VHS stuff of them playing the night Alan McGee came to King Tut's in in, in Glasgow and and saw them and said, "I'm signing you." Mm-hmm. So it's like the stuff is the the footage is that early. Wow. Um, that's, but that's... it got me thinking about why they never broke in the states. What what do you think that could be? Well, it's not the fact that there has yet to be a device invented that can measure just how little stage presence they had, or that their lyrics were less imaginative than even Lenny Kravitz's lyrics. Mm-hmm. After watching the live footage of them, I realized that more people over here didn't come see them play live because they were afraid the venues that they were going to be seeing Oasis playing in were going to be freezing cold. Why? Why would that? Why would they be freezing cold? Because they were always wearing parkas. Oh, yes. I don't think any band has worn more ski wear. Yes. Regardless of what the temperature was, could have been summer, August. And Liam Gallagher would be wearing a hoodie, like a like a a hooded parka. Yep. That he would pull, that he would have over his head. Yeah. I swear there's a couple clips where he has snow pants. Huh. And ski boots. Now, do you think there's any... Ski poles. Is there there anything to Oasis not being popular here because... No, but see, it doesn't make sense because I was going to say maybe people here knew who the Beatles were. They'd heard it already, and now that, yeah, now they were hearing, like, a child's version of the Beatles. That, that's, that's too much. That, 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 was, that was over the top. It would be like if the Beatles of 1963 played Beatles songs from 1966. Exactly. Beatles point oh 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 one. Yeah, maybe that's why. But the but the Beatles were from England, so it can't be that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't Ron. get it. I don't. I don't know. Oh, oh my God! What's that? What's going on? Uh, going on what? I don't know. The lights went out again. In your house? Yeah. Weird vibe. Weird house, so. What happened was that after the uh, my version of it. Oh my God, he's back! Harry decided to fix the music. Oh no, Tom! Oh my God! Minnie Orson is back, and he's bitching about Harry Cohn. That's when people sang them on screen. That kid sounds exactly like him. Dinner into your ears. 
all through the no. while somebody came on to no. Minnie Olsen, no, he's smothering me with his giant cape. Well, I sang a song. So we, we put that in. We oh. oh. me or love me or something. Oh. Oh. No, 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 really. Peggy Lee was quite oh. Rodney? Don! Uh, Rodney! I read Hot Chili Peppers album. Quite a lot of... Goodness. I think Rodney just got killed by a miniature Orson Welles's cape. Now I think I've heard everything. Thanks again for listening to Best Show Bests. And I want to thank Martin DeGrell for supervising the episodes of Best Show Bests. And of course, much thanks to Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Martin Sellis. Brendan McDonald, AP Mike, of course, John Worcester, uh, who else? Uh, uh, Marsha Newmeyer, and uh, yeah, you, the best show listener. Thank you. And if you like this, check out the full show every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to midnight at thebestshow.net and support the best show, patreon.com slash thebestshow. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.